0: Hello ladies, this is Barbara Littles, your high capacity architect, and I am rolling in from the hills of West Virginia. And um, today I am so excited because I am here to help you to structure, to build and to lead in your business and in your life, high capacity style. And so today I have a woman that's here and she's gonna give us the tea. And I mean, literally the tea. I have Blanche Henry here this morning, and she's gonna tell us how she built this great Serenity Tea Room. And let me tell you guys, this Serenity Tea Room, it's not just a tea room she built. She actually built this tea room in Maryland, and it was rated number one in tea rooms for 14. Hear me, 14 consecutive years. Not two, not three, but 14 consecutive years and it was rated number two out of 500 tea rooms in the United States between 2006 and 2020. Now, I think that Miss Blanche Henry has something to tell us about business. So get your tea, get your coffee, latte, sit back, and we're going to talk to Miss Blanche Henry.
1: She leads, she's powerful,
0: she's strong,
1: unforgettable. She knows what she's about, and she's building from the inside out, and she's a high-capacity woman. Welcome to the High Capacity Woman Show with your host, Barbara M. Littles.
0: Hello, Blanche. Hello, Barbara. Say hey, good morning to the ladies.
1: Good morning, ladies. Thank you, ladies, for having me today. You know, Blanche,
0: we have known each other for a long time Yes, and um, just loved watching what you've been doing over the years and just in amazement of how you grew this business. But we you know my goal in, on the podcast is to share with women and some of the men that come in, you can come on and listen in too. We'll let you listen in too. Amen. But, Amen. but to let the women know... Um, how to structure their business, to build their business and to lead their business Mm -hmm. really in a high capacity style. Now we're going to share with them. And you know, what I didn't share, I'm going to bring in today is that uh, your family was on uh, cooking shows and we used to watch you on the cooking shows, honey. And y'all were taking names. Y'all were taking names. (laughs) So so audience, just stay tuned because I mean, this woman is at the top of her game. I mean, she didn't come to play, she came to take names. Okay.
1: <laughs> God is good. God yeah. is good.
0: Well, so Blanche, tell us your story. You had Serenity Tea Room.
1: <laughs> yes. Tell us
0: what that is. And tell us how you got started.
1: Well, first, I gotta go all the way back to my grandma. Um, you know, she was the person who gave me my first China pot set, and so the love of China came from her. And just being an entrepreneur, also, I, I realized in my life came from her because she was an entrepreneur in her own time and in her own rights back in the 60s and the 70s. So um, that started me for the love of China. And then I would do tea parties like all little girls did in the South, because I grew up in South Carolina. Woo,
0: woo, South Carolina. Carolina.
1: <laughs> so I um, grew up doing teas. And when I got married and moved to Maryland in 1985, I said to my husband, I wanted to experience a real tea because it was something about the love of afternoon tea for me that I did not. Um, explored back in when growing up. And I wanted to explore that more and went to tea and felt so connected. Wow. And it was like connected from the inside.
0: But Blanche, tell us this before you go on. Mm-hmm. How old were you at the time?
1: I was 20 years old.
0: This is absolutely awesome. Yes. Uh, you know, I love the fact that when you talk about it, it would use, you know, your grandmother started you Mm -hmm. and we really think about things that we fall in love with or interested in as a child. Mm -hmm. So, so, so important what we introduce our children to. Yes. I I wanted to say that. And the thing that I love about tea is tea was a thing that I did with my father. Oh, okay. My father and I were tea drinkers. And so I just love this story, but I'm going to let you go ahead and tell the story about tea. So now you are getting interested in this high, this afternoon tea.
1: Correct. Correct. And uh, like I said, I, I felt so connected that I said to my husband, Ronnie, that I need to find out more about this inner feeling that I'm feeling. I don't recall feeling this way about anything like the way I'm feeling today. Wow. And so I started doing research. I had literally left four seasons down in Georgetown. and stopped at a bookstore, purchased a book and started reading on it. I I mean, literally in the car, I started reading. That's how connected I was feeling. And I wanted to explore that more. I just, in my spirit, God was saying, this is for you. This is what you've been collecting teacups and saucers. Cause I, I used to always look at the pattern that my grandmother had for me. And would we buy more teacups and saucers, even took Ronnie to um, the finer stores and showed him in the China. This is what I want versus this. You know, so if you want to surprise me or get out of the doghouse or just say I love you, then you need to come home with a teacup and saucer.
0: We we have to sometimes tell our loved ones and our husbands what we want. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> now, honey, this is how you get back in my good graces. Right, okay, right. how you just really say, "Honey, I love you." You come home right. with the tea. I'm showing you what I want right. and what brings me joy. Right, I want a fine bone china versus
1: ceramic. <laughs> He, he said, "You expensive woman."
0: <laughs> well, he knew that when he started dating me. So he oh, now, look. That's a whole story there, ladies. You know, we we uh, we've been talking about that. That's a whole story there. Yeah, let me tell you something. She has a wonderful husband, and yeah. look, he knew that when he started dating me. That's right. That's right right. We'll come back to that one day, ladies. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> so. So what was he saying? What was your husband actually saying when he saw this interest that, that you obviously have been developing and more and more of a passion? Correct. China in the teacups. What was he saying? What was he asking?
1: He was asking, what was this about? Um, and then, of course, he would go with me to afternoon tea. And he became a tea contasseur himself. That's so he loved it as well. Um, and he just wanted me to connect to whatever God purpose was for me. And back in 1990, when God really started showing me through my women's Bible study group for my church, we did a year long study of connecting with your God given gifts and talents. And at that point in my life, I knew I liked to do some things, but I didn't know what my purpose was. Okay that's how deep it went for me and wow. i connected to my purpose what god birthed me for and i believe in my heart of hearts we as individuals we as women we as human beings we as males need to connect with god of what we were birthed for and what is our purpose here on earth and once you connect sister barbara to that It's peace on the inside. Mm. It's peace and joy. So you get joy even when you're exhausted. You can't, you can't phantom being able to pull another stitch of energy out of yourself. It comes because you're doing it from joy, peace, and the connection of what your purpose is.
0: You know, Blanche, that is so important because... A lot of times when people start business, it's mm-hmm. something they like, you know, but it is a total different thing when you, when you recognize that something's happening here and I'm connecting to something that's much greater. Correct. Something I just like, this is perfect. I was, when you realized I was born to do this. Right. So, you know, and, and I know that your background, was your background in accounting? Yes. Your yes. background was in accounting. Right. I want people yes. to know that because I yep. remember. Yes. And then, yes. then you were going into tea and I said, wow. I said, well, one thing for sure, ladies, she'll be able to count her money. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> like, oh, Correct. But, you know, um, and I started out in law, law mm-hmm. law while I was doing it. But um, when I started coaching and training and working with women, okay, like you said, the peace, the yes. connection. Mm-hmm. And even if I'm tired, but I stay four o'clock in the morning. Correct. Do what I need exactly. to do. And so there is a difference. It's not that you don't get tired. It's a different tiredness. Correct. And you're not striving against something. Correct. Really Correct. is not for you to do. Yes. Yes. So now you're finding this connection. Tell us how you got the tea room started. Well,
1: it was 15 years of prayer. It was 15 years of collecting teacups and saucers, business material. And God has said to me back in 1990, come up with a name. And he gave me the name. He gave me the name in all honesty, because my favorite prayer is the serenity prayer.
0: For those of us who don't know the serenity prayer, I know most of you, You, do. it
1: is God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. That's powerful. And that was powerful for me, powerful for, for me back in when I started really accepting God into my life. Because I was one of these individuals that thought everything was happening because of what I, Blanche, was doing. Yes. And that if I dot my I's and cross my T's, then it was going to all work out. And that was probably some of the training of being in accounting, is Mm -hmm. that that's what I thought, that I was in control. And through that prayer, God taught me I never ever was in control wow because of the blessings and the grace and the unconditional love that he had for me that allowed those things to happen
0: wow that's a big lesson in life it Mm -hmm. really is Mm -hmm. like you said because you're an accountant you know one and one one plus one is two (laughs) so, so there's a formula you know and i think it's hard for those of us who are strategic people you know The law, you know, I figured, okay, if I do this, this, and this, it should equal this. Yes. And so then when God comes along and lets you know, honey, you ain't in control. Right. I created created you with purpose. Correct. I'm a master designer. I already decided what you're going to do. Your job is to discover it. Correct. All right. So now Blanche is discovering what she's here to do. I love the fact, Blanche, as you said, 15 years, because I think that what we overlook sometimes in business. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the time of preparation.
1: Oh, yes, most definitely. Most definitely. Because people would say to me, you know, I hosted teas at my women at church for the women of the church, for the women's ministry. I did that on a regular basis, at least twice a year. I hosted teas for girlfriends and family members and neighbors here at my home. And everybody would walk away saying, you know, when are you going to open up a tea room? Because I would share my dream it was, I was putting it into the atmosphere. Okay. I was putting it out there. You you all can't see me flailing my ass, ma'am. I was putting it into the atmosphere, speaking it, speaking it into the future. So they would say, you know, when are you going to open up a tea room? We're ready. We'll be your customers. We love everything you do. And I said, whenever God says it's time, I'm not going to do it until God says it's time. And it was 15 years of consistent prayer, dedication, collecting of work, going to um, seminars. I went to a Take Me to Tea seminar in Vegas where um, me and Ronnie had to foot the the money for that because I, I did not have a legal business yet. I started, you know, a little um, dessert type of business where it was called Delicate Pastries, where I would do my cakes and pies and bake that. And but it wasn't anything that was really bringing in a lot of money. It was things because I enjoyed doing those things, and it was, you know, my friends and church members and some of Ronnie's coworkers enjoyed my desserts, so I started doing that. And then God was saying, okay, I had a little piece of paper in a book where I had already wrote the name Serenity Tea Room, and I was going to be smart about it because God had already said, do it two separate words, do Serenity, then Tea Room. And I was like, well, it'll look nicer and a little bit more elegant if I take the Y off and you know, and put the T-E-A with it and have it like Serenity Tea. You know, and he was like, that's not what I told you, daughter. So I was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to do what you say. And I did the little design and had it in my book and showed Ronnie, you know, this is, you know, this is going to be it. And this is how it needs
0: to look. And literally that was, that was my logo. Listen, I you know, this is so important. And I love what you're, this, this gold that you're mm-hmm. giving us, because mm-hmm. in that time of preparation, a lot of times, ladies, we're in different seasons of our life. Yes. I tell women just because you get a, a vision, okay, I love the fact that you are hearing her lady say, first of all, she connected. Mm-hmm. Secondly, she did her research. Yes. She's in the car going to the library, getting a book. She started reading. She started getting connected. And she's getting connected to this feeling that she's having that is giving her this type of joy. Yes. She's talking about it. And the, and the other thing that's so important that, that you're saying, Blanche, is, you know, I did this with my church members. Yes. I t- And and there's one word that you said, and we're going to be talking about this, ladies, this week. You said I was consistent. Yes. Yes. Because consistency is important in business. And so really, these 15 years, okay, you're getting prepped. You're learning more and more. Correct. I love the fact that you just didn't run out and decide what I'm going to do. Right. And so now here we are. You are looking at your design, your logo, and everything. And God's giving it to you. And he's saying, hey, don't touch it. This is the way I gave it to you. (laughs) Amen. Amen. And I'm going to tell
1: you, Sister Barbara, throughout the 15 years, I'm not going to tell anybody or lie to anybody and say it wasn't hard because it was. It was. And I had people that I saw around me that was starting businesses. And they thought of it like almost overnight. To me, they weren't putting in the work like I had put in. So I started questioning God. Why not me? I've been diligent. I'm I've been collecting this information. I'm a mom. I'm raising my children. I'm a wife. I'm being a good wife. I am I've gotten the material. I've collected everything. When
0: am I going to be blessed? I love it Brad, because and he said be patient. Yes, you're telling women Ladies, she's telling, she's, I I mean, I hear you loud and clear Mm -hmm. because we always think it's going to be one time. No, it's a certain time. And then we start looking around at other people and thinking, okay, well, what am I sitting here twiddling my thumbs for? Why why is it my time? Wasn't it my time? But what happens, Blanche?
1: I tell you, and I say this with all sincerity, ladies, do your homework, gather your information, Because God's timing is definitely not our timing. And when he says, I'm going to open up the windows of heaven and pour out those blessings to you, you got to be ready, prepared, because you don't want to miss that blessing. Wow. Because God sent a whirlwind blessing to me and my husband in 2015 that immediately there was a little tea shop that had opened up downtown Frederick in 2014. I found out about it, used to go down and support them, you know, tell them I'm so excited for you because you opening up a business gives me hope that it is possible. It can happen. I wish nothing but Goodness towards you, that you know, because it was a eye awakening for me that I can do it. If they can do it, I can do it. The reality is, I'm excited for you, and I'm looking forward to what God's going to have for me. And this couple in 2015, the beginning of 2015, they were couples. They decided that one couple had a baby, the other one was having a baby. And the husbands started running it, but then they realized they wasn't financially stable, that they decided that they needed to close the business. Mm. I had gotten somehow or another God had it where I had gotten wind of it. I went down to see them, to just, you know, to encourage them. And they said, do you want to buy the business? Because, and I said, well, I don't want to buy your business, but if God is saying, this is the location for me, I love this location. It The door was the color, the, the 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 window things was the color of what the color God had told me I needed to have. It was the dream of things that I had already saw in my dreams that was there that God said, this is where you need to be. This is a value of preparation time.
0: Correct. Taking that time of preparation.
1: I asked them, I said, you know what? I'm not sure. I said, but I know I don't want to purchase your name because God has already given me a business name and I'm going to stick with that name. And I said, but if you have a proposal, I'll take the proposal. And they said, yeah. So they hand me a proposal. I came home, Sister Barbara, and I Read that proposal, saw all the prices they had because they were selling everything, all of their uh, merchandise, everything. And they wanted to sell. They wanted to do a a, what do you call a latch key where they turn. It's a turnover business. And I said, okay, scratch through that. You don't want to buy that because you already got your business name. And guess (laughs) what? You know, and, and they were trying to encourage me to purchase their business name. And I said, nope, because guess what? In accounting, I know through business law, if I purchase your business name, that means I'm purchasing your debts. I am not purchasing your debts.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa Wait a minute. Wait a I, minute. So wait not Be minute. responsible. I, ladies, I don't want you to miss this. Now this Blanche is in accounting mm-hmm. and she, her passion though, as she sees that she is going and she, she doesn't know Quite yet, the fullness, but God has given her the fullness of the vis- this vision for tea. Mm-hmm. But see how He will take what you know Correct. and what you learn yes. in a different season and Correct. bring it all, full circle and say, okay, that was not for naught. So now right. she's looking at this. You're looking at your dream. You're looking at where they're trying to get you to go, but you're saying, nah, no, no, I know A, B, and C. Correct. <laughs> Correct.
1: And I'm saying, I want God to continue to bless. Okay. I, so which means I got to be obedient. I got to be obedient. So I sat on this proposal for like two days. And matter of fact, the chair I'm sitting in right now is the chair I was sitting in when I was talking to my husband. Wow. Is I informed him that, you know, what was going on with the company down in downtown Frederick. And he said, um, you know, he said, "Well, well, why don't you go get a proposal from them? I said, Ronnie, I already have it. He said, well, where is it? Right <laughs> here, let me see it. So I handed, got up, got it, brought it to him, let him look at it. And he was like, what is God telling you, honey? I, I said, God you. is saying it's time. He said, well, then we got to move forward.
0: I love it. Let me, you ladies, let me just, forward. you know, I got to give you ladies to the side, okay? See, when, when you marry a man, the beauty of him being led by God is he didn't go initially to what he thought. Correct. He asked his wife, what are you hearing from God? Yes. Yes. So he valued number one, her relationship with God that she heard from God. And he said, if that's what God's telling you, then we need to move. Yes. Go ahead,
1: And the other thing about this, we need to let the ladies know. My husband is a pastor. Yes, he is. And at the time he was an assistant, he was assistant pastor um, at a church So he was very anointed and no, I was not going to walk out of the will of God um, as well. So, you know, we looked at it, we went down there and I had rewritten over the proposal and we wrote up and typed up a proposal to them and an offer. And I said to them, because they wanted us to take over their lease. And I said, no, I'm not going to take over your lease. I actually, we need to get the information of the owner of this property and we want to set up a meeting with the owner of the property. So they gave me the information. I can we contacted the gentleman and set up with a meeting with him the next day because their thing is they wanted me to take over their since they were breaking their lease, their landlord has said to them, if you get somebody in here to pay your lease amount, then you would. And I said, Oh no, because the person that I am, you may have paid that, but I'm not paying that.
0: Listen, okay. <laughs> ladies, this is, this is such good information. Let me tell you why, because in your season of preparation and of learning and Blanche reading and, and having gone to school and all those types of things, um, and because you really took time to sit down and and hear what God was saying over these years in reference to this business, yes. When you get to that place, and and Blanche, I've worked with businesses for over 30 years in law. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I would have people come into my office after they've already signed leases. Uh huh. And, and the work that you're talking about now, this pre-work, this consideration, this thinking yes. things, yes. Ninety-five percent of business owners, if not 98. Mm -hmm. never take these things into consideration. So when they're sitting down, they really don't know what they're doing. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So you've thought into this and you know, number one, what you've already heard God say. Yes. And then take that with, even with your business knowledge and you're saying, no, I'm not taking on that debt. I'm not doing that. And look, I'm a negotiator. Yes. High capacity women, uh, Blanche, are
1: negotiators. Yes, ma'am. I am a negotiator. It's, it's about saving for me. So it, I get a high, a natural high out of getting something at a good quality, but at a lesser
0: price. Good quality <laughs> at lesser price.
1: Yes, ma'am. So we met with the landlord and I told him in And my husband, we had a conversation with him. We told him what we wanted to do there, that we wanted to go more in depth because they, the previous owners um, was more of a merchandise store. They wasn't doing the full afternoon teas and we wanted to come in doing all of that. And he got excited about it, but I told him, I don't wish to pay that price. And he said, Well, how much are you looking to pay? (laughs) So when he opened up that door, that's right, money for the US, correct? Then you gave me the opportunity to give you and negotiate. Come on. So and we did, and it was less. It was probably like four to five hundred dollars less than what they were paying Mm. on a monthly basis.
0: Now four to five hundred dollars less than what they were paying, and they were trying to get you to take over their lease,
1: correct? So we signed a three-year lease and went in and uh, re-renovated some of the the main rooms and stuff. And we were there for 10 years. Wow. And throughout my time there each year, and this is what I, I want to encourage ladies to do, is don't feel like you've got to do everything from the beginning. Okay. You don't have to have tons and tons of things to do. I added every year. My goal for the anniversary of the business was to add something new to grow the business and to entice my customers who was my normal regulars to continue to come and be excited about the new changes. All right.
0: forth. All right, so ladies, this is a good time to get okay. your notebooks if you don't already have them because she's giving you gold already. Mm-hmm. But we're going into this next section because I think that right now, this piece that she's giving us is absolutely critical. So, refresh your coffee, your tea, your latte, and sit back and take notes. Blanche, start us off. I want you to go back in this segment to this piece that you just mentioned, because I think this is critical. Okay. Sometimes we start out and we look at somebody else's thing and we want to do everything at one time. Correct. But you were very deliberate in how you did that. So just refresh for us what you were saying about, you know, adding on each year and then your customers. We're excited about that. Yes.
1: Well, the first year when I first started out in 2015, I did the traditional afternoon tea where um that was it and i had about 30 loose leaf teas that i was offering to my customers so then my for my first year anniversary i decided and the thing is i started making it exciting i remember you know i worked in preschool for a couple of years that it was and i I know this through my children is that if a change was about to come about for them that I needed to prepare them for that change. And I would be preparing them like months out, getting excited about it, making it who hoo, wah, hoo, you hoo, You're going to be so excited for this new change in your life and let's get ready for it. This is the date. And, you know, so weekly, I would be putting out promotions about it um, of saying, you know, we're going to now be having something new and exciting for our first year anniversary. You're going to want to stay tuned for this because you're going to love it. You know, we're looking forward to it, making a big deal about it. You know, I I was my best PR person. Yes.
0: <laughs> she was a best PR person. Yes. Come on. You can, let me tell you, ladies, you can hire people. There's no, yeah, I'm not saying anything is hiring people at some point. But you've got to first be your best PR person. Correct. Because so people are buying into the visionary before they buy into the vision. Correct. So people are, They bought into Blanche. Yes. All yes. right. So
1: go ahead, visionary. So I the, the, for that first year anniversary, I decided to add on high tea. Mm. So it was just a little, it got me a little bit more money. It gave them a little bit more food. And then the men's felt like, oh, this is for me. But then the, there was ladies like, oh, well, I want that too. So that's what I did. And, and I started doing that every single year. If it wasn't anything but add on new teas to expand my tea col- uh, collection menu, um, adding on a different menu item to, to grow the business. I just wanted to add something every year. So for my 10th year anniversary, that's when God said,
0: it's time to expand the business. You don't have to start off with everything. Correct. Help people to anticipate. Prepare them for the change cuz what I hear Blanche you saying is that the the people start getting excited with you. Yes. Cuz you were bringing them along as you were making these changes and these additions, so they were excited with you. And this is this is really a part of building your brand. The people get excited with you. So now you're getting ready to Make a change, a shift. What was that shift, Blanche?
1: The shift was growing the business to becoming a tea room and a fine dining restaurant. Now, how are you going to do that? Well, God sent me two new people. Uh Uh-oh. Two people. We're getting ready to have some fun here, ladies. Amen. Our daughter, our youngest daughter, my baby girl, had went to culinary school. And her thing was, she was never, ever coming back to Frederick. (laughs) And I would say to her, don't say never, ever. Never say never. Don't know what God has in store for you. And that's when he really going to show you, you're going to do what I inform you to do because you're not in control. Okay. So So she comes back. Tierra, um, meets a young gentleman in college. All right. He is from Southern Virginia and they fall in love and they do some things outside of the will of God. And my lovely, I love him, awesome grandson came about. So Tierra decided after she completed her culinary years of school, she got her degree, she was going back for her bachelor's in business. And they got they conceived Liam. And so Tierra came on home and she could do online classes. Brandon proposed to Tierra. And so they decided to make Frederick their home.
0: Wow. Now we talk about Frederick Maryland. Frederick Maryland. They decided
1: to make Frederick Maryland their home. So I got my daughter back that came back to live, and then a new son in love. And now you
0: ha- and you have a grandbaby. And I have a grandbaby. And you're getting ready. And so then you open up the the, the restaurant st- part. Correct. We
1: expanded the business in uh, 2000- 2015. We expanded mm-hmm. the business. And she decided to bring Brandon on because Tierra was already working back with me. Okay. And Brandon, um, because there was restaurants that wasn't allowing him to be creative. Okay. Brandon is a very creative chef.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: takes his gift that God has given him for flavors and tastes to another level. Mm. And there was a lot of restaurants that was not allowing him to be creative in the kitchen. They wanted him to do it there, what they had. They wanted him to do, they would say they was looking for creativity, but then they would shut him down. And so God was saying, okay, you need to move into a larger location because my first location could only seat 25 people. Okay. And I was turning away large groups of people. And God said, okay, it's time to expand the business. So that way you have more seating to be able to accommodate more for the afternoon teas. You will have more space for lunch people as well. And so it all worked out that we expanded the business. Brandon came on board, help us do the expansion of the new business of opening up the new restaurant.
0: And we opened up. And 2015. So okay. So now I'm going to fast forward here because the next thing I know, my husband's coming and telling me <laughs> that Blanche. All right, you all hear this? That Blanche and her family, her, her daughter, she's talking about, and her son in love, they get ready to be in the cooking show. Yes, I'm talking about TV now. Yeah, TV. You know those cooking shows you like to watch where people are competing? Well, here's her family, and so my husband and I sit down and <laughs> watching this cooking show. And I thought I read that you all won five out of the six seasons that you won. We won five times out of six. Yes. Wow. Did you hear that? I, and I remember seeing them win and I was like, oh my God. And seeing the whole process of them going to the grocery store with the grocery cart. And, yep. and they had a plan on how they're going to buy this food. But tell us how you got to that point. Because everybody wants media attention and they want to do this. They want to. How did that happen? How did the cooking show happen?
1: Well, Brandon was applying for cooking shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you go on, you'll you see little uh, segments on television and they would say, you know, we're looking for uh, this type of chef. Apply. You know, he would go on Food Network and apply. And at the time that he was applying for some shows and uh, thought he was getting ready to go to this show called Beat Bobby Flay. Yep. I have received a phone call um, from a producer out of California that they were doing a new segment show of clash of the grandmas. And since I was a tea room, they knew that grandmothers go to tea rooms and they spotted that I was the number one tea room in the Frederick area. I was been in the number one tea room for the state of Maryland. And so this producer loved tea. So they, they do whatever research they need to do to find the guests, the, the contestants. And so she called, I called her back. She left me a voicemail message on a Monday when I was closed. I called back on that Tuesday. She was like, yeah, we're looking for, you know, grandmoms who may want to come and do this cooking show and she was like, are you a grandmother? And I said, matter of fact, I am. This blessing, I, this I, blessing, I, this unexpected I, blessing. Yes. And so we did the whole interview. She talked to me and she was like, I love what I'm hearing from you. I'm going to move you to the next stage. You will be, uh, executive producer will be calling you, asking you some questions. They're going to want to Skype you and do those things. So I went through that whole process. Well, it wind up that I was considered to be too young looking to be a grandmother. <laughs> but I was I was in the category as a runner up that if someone had to drop out, then they would have called me. OK, come up. And so they said, but we're going to keep your information on file because we really enjoy Talking with you, we think you're going to be a good fit for a television show, etc., etc.
0: Black, so, you didn't tell them that black don't cry. I, I did. <laughs> I actually well, did, Robert. It's the melon in our skin, so yes. we, don't, we don't look like grandmas. But we're at the age of grandmas. We just right. Don't- Okay. I actually did. And I, and I said to the producer when he called me, I
1: gave him the face. I was like, yeah, right. Really? You know, I'm, but I am a grandmother. And I said, uh, you, you, don't you? And I said that phrase, didn't you hear black like, don't crack? You know, I'm just not cracking. So <laughs> it was so funny. But any case, the next week, God was working it out that my son-in-law got a call and when he got a call in his questionings and stuff, the the producer said, well, wait a minute. Seemed like we just had someone that we was interested in that it didn't work out. And then he said, do you know someone by this name? And my pro- son-in-law in love said, that's my mother-in-law. And so then they decided, you know what? We got another thing that we wanted to do a family taping. So let's get all three of you, your wife and your mother-in-law. And at the time it was supposed to be four. It was, they were thinking about doing a a group of four and my other daughter was going to be in it. And then they decided, no, it was going to be, I guess, another family that they was going to go with was only three of them. So then we had to ask Angel, did she mind? And she said, no. Y'all the better cook, so I will step out. And so that's how we got on Guy's Grocery Games. And we know it without a doubt, Sister Barbara, it was all blessings from God. It was God working in his miracles, working his way through things, that it just happened that we got on Guy's Grocery Games. And I tell you, it was such an experience.
0: Ladies, I want you to look them up. I want you to look them up because... I'm telling you to win, to be on there six times and win five out of six. Okay. You taking names. So there's preparation for this. And then what we do is we do the work of the preparation mm-hmm. and it's all in God's timing and leading what he's requiring us to do is okay. When the opportunity, when I open this opportunity up, I just want you to be prepared. Yes. So our jobs late is to be prepared. So Blanche, we're coming down to the end of this. Okay. If you were to give like four bullet points to to women, to the ladies out here in terms of business, what would those bullet points be? The bullet points
1: for me is no matter what type of business you're going to go into is remember time, patience, flexibility, and money. You've got to have a working capital. No matter what you think that working capital is, double it. (laughs) Double it. Yes. Okay. Because you don't know what may happen or how things may go. And you need that extra funding to back yourself. Because sometimes, you know, as a Black woman, I couldn't go to the bank and get a loan back in 2005. OK, me and my husband use our assets to fund our business. And I am so grateful that he came on board and was willing to do those things for us to start this business. The
0: so business is sacrifice. Correct. Uh, no matter what. Even if you go to day ladies and get a loan for whatever from the bank now that you can. Mm-hmm. Business is sacrifice, and you know I hope that you all heard um, as, as Blanche was talking today, the time of preparation, season of preparation. Yes. And it wasn't as though even though in that season she wasn't doing anything, she was preparing, she was reading, she was learning. so that she knew when she entered into places, you knew where, what the right things were for your business. Yes. So you can't skip the the season of preparation. I know today everything's microwave. Oh, it's going to happen overnight. And I built a six-figure business. And then, and some people do. OK, yes. but yes. that is not the norm. If you're going to buy, if you're going to build something that's sustainable. Correct. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention that, that Blanche said earlier, which I thought was absolutely critical. And I think it's critical for women to remember this. When you were talking about Blanche dealing with the other couple. Mm -hmm. Before you got your building, you used to go down and look at at theirs and you would encourage them and you would bless them. She was blessing. What she wanted. Correct. Amen. Amen. And I want you all to know that. So because sometimes Blanche, you know, and sometimes it's women and I'm talking about women because we're talking women. okay? Uh Mm -hmm. we can see other people doing things and and we're not as positive because we're not doing that yet. Yes. And when she said that, I wanted to bring that out, that she went down and she blessed them and she encouraged them and she supported them because it was something that she wanted to do in the future. And then the way God connected them. Correct. And then she went on to get her tea house, her tea room. Because we we don't need to block our own blessings by being jealous. Absolutely. 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 So Blanche, anything else that you want to tell the ladies before we go into how they can contact you?
1: Yes. Well, I want to say also that when God said in 2015, you know, to do what I did, I did it. When God said to me in 2019, it was time to close the business because he was ready to move me into my new season. I had to accept it because he said, do it. And I trust him that I knew he was the reason why I was so successful over the last 15 years is because I had trusted him for 15 years before I got the business. Then I'm still trusting him in the 15 years of operating the business that now I had no choice but to trust him when he said it was time to come out of that business.
0: So tell us what you're doing now.
1: Now I started um, with the help of my daughters at online T business.
0: Everything's online now.
1: Everything is online and let me tell you sister Barbara, God had it where my daughter was adamant that we had to have the online um business up and running and starting March 1st.
0: Okay. March 1st of what year, Blanche? 2020. Now you all know what happened March March 2020, right? So God's telling her in 2019, end of the year, to close the business down. Her -hmm. daughter's adamant, we have to have it up and running by March 1st of 2020. That's when the pandemic, we became aware of the pandemic. It hit like a ton of bricks. And so the people that were online and running the business, they thrived. Yes, yes. So So you're online. You have, how many teas do you have
1: online now? I have 70 loose leaf teas wow. online and some tea accessories. And I also do uh occasional scone pop-up where I do local um, pickup where we do the scones and also UPS delivery. So for people who want to have them shipped, but that's what we are doing. It has uh, been accepted. And like I said, my loyal customers was like where are we gonna get our tea from where are we gonna buy our tea and god was saying tell them you're gonna be selling online wow. and so for the last few months of being open you know when customers came in i will inform them and my employees will inform them we're going to be starting an online business so you can still order your teas
0: ladies you've got to be able to pivot yes most definitely you, know, you can't be so um you can't be so you know, dedicate this thing that starts to not hear the voice of God. You're yes, a faithful yes. person, because it's for those of you who you know, have a relationship. with God, it's your faith that fuels your business. Correct. And so you have to hear him because he knows. See, he knew it was going to happen. So Amen. he told her in 2019, OK, it's time for you to close. I'm I'm taking you into a new season. He allowed her to go into a new season with what she still knew. Yes. and What she was still doing. But he's saying, I'm taking you online because he knew. Yes, he did. And online was a place to be in 2020.
1: And I'm telling you, Sister Barbara, when March, the middle of March hit and things started shutting down in Frederick, me, God, my heart just like wept. Because I just thought about if I had, because I did debate with God. I'm not going to tell y'all I did not debate with him. We Because we do. I did. Because I was saying, God, we don't want Food Network all the time. <laughs> we're now getting promoted. We're we're now people, there's people who didn't even know about us now know about us because of the television show and all of the other ads in the magazines. And we, you know, we're on the upside now, God, the business is making more money than we've made ever before. Why now? That was my question. Why now? And he said to me, if you don't close it now and be obedient, you may have to close it and be down to the bottom. Wow. Listen, stop when you're on the top. I got you on the top. Now you need to stop now because you could stop on the bottom.
0: And and let me tell you the beauty of this is with all the success, and especially at those TV shows, mm-hmm. not just being on TV shows, but winning the shows, yes. Winning them. Yes. A lot of people would not have stopped. Yes. Because it didn't make sense. And you know, we have another lady that's coming on uh the podcast, Blanche, and she's written, mm-hmm. she wrote a book called When Obeying God Makes You Look Stupid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to get that book. <laughs> I want you, we're ending our segment, and our ladies, I want you to clap wherever you are for Blanche Henry, and I want Blanche, I want you to tell people how they can get to your teas, okay. how can they uh, follow you on social media, etc. cetera.
1: SerenityTeaRoom.com is my website. Facebook is Serenity Tea Room and Fine Dining. So we already had that set up and had followers. We didn't want to delete that page. So the Facebook is Serenity Tea Room and Fine Dining. And then uh, Instagram is the at Serenity Tea Room.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. I enjoyed this. I've enjoyed, ladies. I know you have enjoyed our time with Blanche. And surely the information that she has given us today is really helping us to structure, build, and lead high-capacity lives and businesses. Mm-hmm. So I want you to like this podcast below and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And then I want you to go to high capacity Woman on Facebook and join our Facebook group. Go to highcapacitywoman and join the Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group, but we are having some great learning that's going on and support for each other as women in that group in terms of how to build and structure and run business blanche thank you so much thank you i enjoyed you too we'll see you next week
1: all righty bye-bye be blessed
0: bye-bye
1: she leads she's powerful she's strong unforgettable she knows what she's about and she's building from the inside out